Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or good night, wherever you are. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Alika Hope and Change. I am Change, also known as Emil, and today we have love. Yes. Our wonderful engineer, Jamie, because our Alika Hope is under the weather. Alika, shout out. We love you. Get well soon. Protect your voice. We'll hear from you when you're ready. Yes, we will. So, um, Jamie, because we boys get a chance to have some fun uh, without uh, Alika, although we miss her, we do enjoy the opportunity to nug around with some thoughts that you and I sort of play with. So today we have an opportunity as Valentine's Day is near. So um, the title of our, our episode today is the hope in Valentine's Day, the hope that men will get Valentine's Day. Now, yeah. this is important mm-hmm. because um, as a man, as men who have been in romantic relationships, we know that there are certain days of the year that m- they're, they're sort of must know, must remember, must do. Mm-hmm. Now, Valentine's Day is obviously one. Are there any that in your pantheon, in your world where you just don't miss it? Hmm. As far as holidays? Oh, and, yeah. special days throughout Special the occasions? Year. Mm-hmm. Well, I will say this, and I guess I'm going to start the episode for myself this way. I'm a very sentimental person. Mm. Acts of kindness are part of my love language. Um, doing things for people, being selfless is already a part of who I am as a person anyway. So if there's any opportunity to create a special event around being able to make people feel loved and special and welcome, considered, revered, all those words, I will definitely be partaking. Oh, dear heavens. That means yes. there are two sentimental, romantic yes. men talking mm-hmm. about whether or not they care. Now, I, I, I hear you. I love making people feel special because mm-hmm. uh, acts of service is something that I really get into. In fact, yeah. of the five love languages, I'm off the chart low in one and off the chart high in four. And mm-hmm. my low one is gift giving. Mm-hmm. I'm just not a gift giver and I'm not a very good gift receiver. I love to be thought of, mm-hmm. but I don't care for the material trinket that goes with the thought. Yeah. Right. You know how you know, people always say it's the gift that it's the thought that counts. Mm-hmm. For me, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'd rather have the thought. <laughs> I would honestly <laughs> just articulate the thought and I'm happy. Right. Yes. I, there are certain times when I really love getting gifts. I'll tell you when I really love getting gifts, when I'm in need of something. Yes. You say, oh, look, you had a hole in your socks. Here's a pair of socks. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, thank you. This is a very thoughtful, meaningful gift. Mm-hmm. What I don't like is when I get something that I can't use. Yes. Because then I don't know what to do with it because I don't want to disrespect the giver mm-hmm. whose love language may be gift giving. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, but I don't like, so I put it in some place and it just sits there and it stays and it reminds me that somebody was thinking of me and I really appreciate it. And then I have to dust it or move it. And then I go, do, do I have to keep it? I'm trying to always minimize my life, right? <laughs> so, so something tells me that you got one of those Hickory Farms meat baskets <laughs> at one point or like a like a Christmas fruit cake or something like that. I've like gotten, that gift that you just like re-gift somebody else. <laughs> you just re- Look, I have re-gifted many things. I'm not even going to lie. I have, re- I have been a re-gifter for years. Mm-hmm. Is that still a thing? Does people still do that? You know, like the Hickory Farms 
you know, the the the, oh, the, yeah, the, the basket, the, the biscuit, we give basket with cheese and yes. sausage. Do people still do that? Hickory Farms still does. In do fact, they do that? It for was Valentine's a few years ago. Day, I got one and I actually ate it because I loved Hickory Farms. Oh. So I was making sandwiches with it, the, the smoked okay. cheddar and the summer sausage. Ooh, those were good sandwiches. So you actually used it. Okay. I actually right. did use it. Now the fruitcake and some of the other, yeah, I've re-gifted so many things. It's not even funny. And and what I love is that no one asked me if I what I did with it or how, how I liked it. I just, if they do, I'm not going to lie and say I didn't lie. I lied. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks I've already so used much. it up. It's the thought that counts. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like you, you do. I'm very, very mm-hmm. thankful that you thought of me. But I'm not thankful that you gave me something I cannot use. And I'm really hoping that our listeners out there aren't going to be giving Hickory Farms to anyone for Valentine's Day. So, not the holiday for Christmas. We'll accept. But, yes, but not. Yeah, but, the but no. The, so, so you know, we, we men we get a bad rap. I, I understand mm-hmm. why we get a bad rap because a lot of us were forgetful. A lot of us, um, we don't put the significance on the day the way others would. Mm-hmm. So some of us men, we we have kind of earned our reputation in that way. But before we go down that rabbit hole with those guys, I want to yeah. talk about the history a little bit of Valentine's Day so we can kind of baseline, right? History because lesson. Yes, I love it. Let, let's kind of just sort of walk through where <laughs> this very odd sort of February 14th day comes from. Yeah. Um, and, and so as I was doing my research, I said, Hey, let me, let me just look this up. And, and there was an, there's San Valentino, right? San Valentino mm. lived around the third century in the reign of Roman emperor Claudius the third. Yes. Also known as Claudius the cruel. Are we talking third century, um, BC or AD? AD in, We're talking in AD. Common era. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Okay. And what made him his claim to fame, as it were, um, is that, you know, he was a priest during a time when Christians were being persecuted. Yes. So Claudius the Cruel saw to it that any priest who was um, doing things like, you know, preaching the word or marrying couples in the name of Christ and all these things Mm -hmm. would be persecuted. Mm -hmm. And Valentine refused to abide by the rules. Mm Mm-hmm. He was officiating weddings in secret, Mm. and he was discovered and sentenced to death. Mm. And Claudius the Cruel earned that name. Mm. He earned it because he was literally cruel. And one of his favorite ways to punish infidels was to behead them. Not a good way to go. Our... San Valentino of Rome um, was caught marrying couples, hence the connection Valentine oh, and love. Gotcha. Okay. Right? right. And one of the things he did when he was in prison before he was um, executed was he used to make sort of these paper hearts and send them to, well, I think it was his, uh, 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 um, the daughter of his jailer. Yes. So, he would he would send his jailer's daughter paper hearts mm-hmm. and he and he and he signed his letters to her from your valentine oh. so now we have a yet another connection to love here he is being persecuted for uh marrying loving couples and then on top of that he is 
uh, he falls in love with his jailer's daughter and sends her a message from your Valentine or, you know, from your Valentino. Mm-hmm. And, and you put it all together and you get this legend because he was executed on February 14th. Oh, okay. I got you. There's his significance. Right? So now we sort of, all of these little bits and details sort of add up. This this priest who was marrying couples, who himself fell in love, but he was jailed for uh, marrying couples Ill- illicitly, mm-hmm. and eventually died and sent hearts to his love lover who fell in love with him while he was in prison. Like all of these, what we consider romantic things happened wow. in this time frame. And Valentino created his own legend. That's an amazing story. And wow. we're still celebrating him today. There are some there are some other things about that. I won't go into it because we're a family show, but there are mm-hmm. things about his time in prison that are not pleasant, torture and some other things. But let's just say that he that the legend was earned and not given. And now there's a bit more significance on the holiday for me. Personally. Now we understand. We have context. And we'll talk about yeah. more about the holiday itself or the tradition itself and how men react to it when we come back. All right. Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. So we're back. We're, you're with Alika Hope and Change. I am Change, Emil, and we're with Love, um, yes. our engineer, Jamie. And Alika Hope is out because she is under the weather. And uh, all, we're always going to shout out our sister and let her know that we love her. Um, and she, when, she was, when we were talking about this show, she was like, you know, Valentine's Day is around the corner. So why don't you guys do something with that? I said, okay, great. Let's do it. So as Jamie and I were discussing in the last segment, Valentine's Day actually has history. Now, of course, many of us are sort of jaded because we're like, it's a commercialized holiday. It's only flowers. You know, it was the flower guys and the card guys and the candy guys that got together and conspired to make the day more important than it is. But honestly, when you go back and back in 1966, there was a definitive sort of study done to figure out who this San, San Valentino character was and, you know, where he was from, because there are two guys named Valentino who died sim- at similar times in, in his Roman history. But what we end up with is a very clear understanding that the idea of romance has some very solid roots and that a lot of people are bringing that forward 2,000 years, you know, 1,800 years later into this modern era without the context. So what we did in last segment was talk about the history, but now we're going to talk a little bit about why it's so significant. So Jamie, you're a sentimental sort of fella by your own admission. Oh, yes. Give me what Valentine's Day means for you. Well, to be perfectly honest, it's very similar to Valentino and what you just told me. It's the idea of celebrating the adulation and appreciation for the ones that you love. It's taking a moment out and recognizing it, making a moment out of it, making it something that's special. Now, it's very important to appreciate somebody every day, but to take a moment where you intentionally want to be thoughtful for someone is what's most important to me for that holiday. 
of mm. saying, yes, I'm going to stop everything and let you know this without the static of anything else, without interruption, that I want you to know and understand this on this occasion. It makes it much more special. And, you know, the, the, the daily stuff of being able to let people that know that you care about them is just as important. You know, it, it's in the small details of what you say to them every day and the way you treat them every day. But it's really nice to create an occasion for it where you can celebrate that. I get it. And I am I come from the same school in that, in that context that there should be a time, um, a regular time each year, mm-hmm. each day, each week, each month where you say, you know what? I'm going to focus 100% of my attention on this individual that I love, this yeah. individual that I care deeply for. Mm-hmm. And one of my greatest, most cherished Valentine's days actually came from when my children were younger. Mm-hmm. And they would they would do all the stuff in school, and they would bring home a heart, or they bring home this handmade something. Now, those handmade little how you do's, mm-hmm. I couldn't get enough of those. I would, I cherish those. I probably still have a box full of them somewhere, in, and they've carried around for 20 years. But the reason why those were special is because the teachers of the time were making it clear that if you love someone, show them. Mm-hmm. And I think that stuck with me when I was a child and brought it through that if you love someone, demonstrate that love in some very visceral way and make mm-hmm. sure that you give them the attention that they deserve when you tell them you love them. So these little things that my children gave me were that were just the, they were like the loop closing in terms of feeling loved because my children were like, Hey, Baba, this is happy Valentine's day. We love you. And you're just the most important Baba in the world. And I'd be like, Oh my gosh, like, you know, (laughs) I'm not too, I'm not too manly to cry, you know, and I'd be, you know, half crying half the time because they were so sweet. I think a lot of us miss that because of the over commercialization. Yes. And I think that's part of the reason why so many people feel the sense of obligation Mm -hmm. because with the commercial commercialization comes that sense of, oh, I'm just being sold something. The, it removes the specialness and it becomes just another transaction. Right. And I'll as a result, up. yeah. And as a result, people are like, well, I don't have to do that. It's another transaction. Even though, you know, consciously they may not think that subconsciously that's what I think. The people are feeling like it's an obligation. It's like the Christmas gift and the Valentine's gift, especially with men. You know, men are like, well, I got, I got to go do this and blah, blah, blah. But the, the deeper meaning is the fact that it's such a commercial ritual and not an appreciation ritual. Right. And so people tend to, you know, poo-poo it and be like, you know what, I'm having an anti-Valentine's Day. I'm not celebrating that because of the fact that they feel forced to do it versus understanding the, the nature or knowing the history that you just told us, um, the history of the, of the holiday itself. So I think if we had a bit more understanding of that, it, yeah. but there's, there's nothing wrong with celebrating it. The, yeah. the, I think where, where a lot of us get jaded and, and it certainly is, you know, some men, especially men who do things around the house, they're like, look, every day I'm doing stuff around the house. I'm mm-hmm. upgrading the kitchen. I'm upgrading the stairs. I'm doing these things. And they're like, do you not see that the, every day I'm putting my heart into loving you? So why should I have to come to a February 14th? And then if mm. I don't remember it, Somehow I'm an idiot or I'm bad or I'm not romantic or I'm not loving. Mm-hmm. And what I would like for us to, to do is instead of saying it's an affirmation of something that if it's not there, 
then something's wrong as yeah. much as it's like, uh, um, how do you, how do you say it? You're like if you get a great meal every, mm-hmm. like you get you know, a great, you know, appetizer main course, it's just amazing, mm-hmm. but you don't eat dessert. Mm-hmm. Does that make it a bad meal? Right. And to me, Valentine's Day is the dessert. It's, it's not, it's, if you are making a good meal every day and things are really running well, mm-hmm. appreciate the fact that you're getting fed so wonderfully every mm-hmm. day. But if you, if someone says, Hey, you know what? I want to make sure you get dessert and that's your February 14th Valentine's mm-hmm. day, mm-hmm. then by all means, enjoy that. But if yeah. you don't, please appreciate the main course. And I think a lot of times those two things get mixed up. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where the lack of dessert invalidates the quality of the meal, mm-hmm. and I I want us to be you know us not you and me but us all yeah. of us who are listening and, and sort of planning our special day to think: Am I making sure that the meal is excellent every time I serve my loved one? Mm-hmm. Right, such that even if I don't provide dessert, they can look back and say, "Well, you know what." I'm telling you, they might not have made dessert on Valentine's Day, but I have been eating the best food yes. ever. Yes. Right. And then maybe February 18th, you make dessert and that becomes the Valentine's Day mm-hmm. celebration. Yeah. That moment of specialness that I'm going to focus all my energy on this one person and this one moment in time. Mm-hmm. And now we can get away from the commercial ritualization and get back Mm -hmm. to the appreciation ritual that you were talking about. Yes. Perhaps I'm not making sense, but I hope I am. No, it makes complete sense. And I was going to add just one little thing, Um, you know, and also because of the fact that like, (laughs) I remember post Christmas shopping, like going to the grocery store and like December 27th, seeing Valentine's day candies already out two days after Christmas Um, makes it really easy for a lot of people to go, oh, here we go again. Right. You know, here's the pressure. And, and hey, it's, it's the like, environment. Golly, can we get to the new year? Please? Exactly. It's the environment as well, you know? And I'll talk more about sentiment when we come back from our next break. But um, but yeah, it also makes it really easy for people to go, okay, this is the next thing we're going to do. Here's the next thing I, I have to do. I have to buy presents. I have to do this. I have to do Christmas. I have to do blah, 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 blah. You know, it's the commercialization. It's very easy to point to that when you see that when you're shopping at the grocery store right. in between Christmas and New Year's. I'm not saying that I do that because, again, I love Valentine's Day, but I can see the reason for why some people might feel, eh, I don't want that. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when we come back after the break, we're going to talk a little bit more about sentimentality, and, and I'm going to ask you a very difficult question. Jamie, okay. All right. What was your favorite or worst Valentine's Day. Ooh, that's two questions. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. (laughs) Interlude music by Lawrence V. White. Welcome back. We're talking about the hope in men getting Valentine's Day. And both Jamie and I are missing our sister, Alika Hope. Uh, get well, sis. We love you. But as we talked about prior to, we're both very sentimental. We're both very sort of romantic and we sort of appreciate what the holiday means. We uh, sort of dive into certain moments throughout the year where we can celebrate our loved one. 
So I'm going to ask you, Jamie, because we talked about sentimental uh, sentimentality. Give me something about that that really sort of resonates with you. I know you, you said it personally, but you were really talking about something last segment that I want to explore a little bit. Sentimentality. <sighs> Love <laughs> speaks. <laughs> As he gets misty-eyed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sentimentality, unfortunately, in our society, is not encouraged for men. Yeah. Many people think that emasculates a man to be sentimental. And so from a societal level, that's part of the other reason why we probably, as men, aren't supposed to celebrate Valentine's Day. It's the stereotype of, oh, well, you're supposed to be hard. You're supposed to be this and blah, 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 blah. And you're not supposed to have sentiment or be weak or show emotion or show caring or show empathy or show love or any of that. So me, I am a sentimental person. I love showing love to people. Um, And I think it's important. It doesn't make us any less masculine, I think, to be able to be sentimental. I think that shows some intelligence, actually. (laughs) Um, And it shows strength to be able to be able to understand that strength also can be in the vulnerability of being able to be sentimental and telling someone that you really care about them and providing acts of service or acts of love or buying presents. And it's not a weakness. You'll get no argument from me. Mm -hmm. Uh, Somebody who spent, you know, many years in one of the most masculine environments in America, the military, Mm -hmm. um, you would find men who raced home to be with their loved ones. These guys, these big, you know, strong, hard men who had done really amazing things across the world were racing home to embrace their loved ones. They Mm -hmm. wanted to be part of that uh, moment. And I think one of the things that we sort of sort of hide as men in America that we can probably celebrate a little more openly is that when you have people who want to celebrate, they need to be sort of elevated. And, you know, they Mm -hmm. was like, hey, this dude is... Rough and tumble as he is with mm-hmm. the leathery hands and the scars and, and all that sort of stuff. He's still trying to love the people mm-hmm. that he cares for openly. Yeah. So, that I mean, I remember, hey, you know, uh, you know, it's Valentine's Day weekend. Can we knock off early? Or I talk to my uh, senior leaders, my senior non-commissioned officers, and I let them know. I say, hey, um, if you guys can get everything knocked out, don't be afraid to knock people off early so they can have a long weekend or they can take care of uh, their family business. Or, you know, some guys wanted to pick up the flowers before they ran out or whatever they were trying to do to show that love. And to me, if if we could do it in that environment, Mm-hmm. Right. And I was on the flight line with, you know, really masculine men. Right. Yeah. But they were all, you know, so many of them were just ready to race home and just love on their families. Mm-hmm. What I hope is that we can begin to transform this image that sentimental has some sort of stigma attached to it. And I know we still are fighting that, but my hope is that, you know, as more people see professional athletes and military members and police officers and firefighters and these traditionally masculine roles being more open to showing love, uh, showing emotion, articulating with words how they feel, Mm -hmm. right? Like perhaps we may be able to break down some of these barriers 
and perhaps remove some of that commercialization. We may not get away from the corporateness, but yes. we can put more of the individual's heart back into it because they're connecting to this more emotional, sentimental way of, of expressing themselves. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Snap, snap, snap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so as I asked before, your best or worst Valentine's Day. Do you have what? Do you have does something stick out in your head? Uh, I've had a lot of great ones recently mm-hmm. <laughs> of just very caring, giving, enjoying, you know, enjoying my, you know, enjoying my wife, enjoying the, the time together and really finding a way to appreciate and just mm-hmm. ele- elevating it from the regular appreciation that we have for each other every day. Sure. I guess, I guess I can talk about one that wasn't great. <laughs> but it's what gave me my appreciation for the holiday. Sure. Okay. Okay. It's, it was the so, contrast. The yes, contrast. It was the creator. contrast. So this is in the nineties. <laughs> I was a young man and I had just um I was dating someone for just a really short time, a couple of months, and they broke up with me on Christmas. Oh. But I still remained friends with the group. That just brought me back to George Michael. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I got broken up on Christmas. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of sentiment. But um give you my heart. Right. The very next day. Right. You on Christmas. This is for Christmas you, Alika. <laughs> or Christmas Eve. One or the other. But it was like not the right time. But the, when is there a right time? So I still remain remained friends with the group. So Valentine's Day comes around mm-hmm. and they're all well, we're going to have the anti-Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, because we're all single, blah, 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 including the person I had been dating. Yeah, oh. blah, 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 blah. And all the friends look at the person I had been dating. They're like, well, you dated him. And she's like, but I didn't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't want And they were all like, well, that, then you did that to yourself. And as awkward as that was, and, and that pointing, was awkward. Let's it was be awkward. clear. Like, that oh, was well, very you, awkward. You had that nice guy right there. What, what happened? Um, as awkward as it was, and it was very easy to be like, oh, well, I'll be anti-Valentine's too. My ex is standing right. But I was like, you know what? No. And this was the, the beginning of, you know, another thought I had. I was like, well, you know what? Fine. <laughs> Fine. But it didn't spoil the idea that I can enjoy Valentine's Day. Ah. And after that night, I was just like, you know what? I still think it's a great holiday. I still think it's important and it's not just having to be romantic love, you know, to be able to appreciate someone for Valentine's day. But in the name of romantic love, I still believe in it because I still believe that if you are with someone and you care about them, that you should be able to appreciate them and show them that you care and not have this anti, well, I'm not going to celebrate that. That's stupid. You know, (laughs) just dismissing it. I, 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 don't agree with that personally. You know, I I'm with you. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't. I, yeah, I don't have a Valentine's memory that really stands out, except for yeah. like I said, my children and their little gifts to us, uh, their parents when they were young. But yeah. there's but there's one Valentine's tradition that I will always, always, always appreciate, mm-hmm. and that's the candy heart. Yes. Yeah. With its all of those messages. Now, are you talking about the little candy hearts? The are little you? candy heart oh, with yeah. the messages in red, typically. Who made those? Does Brock's make those? I don't know who made them, but those things are 
to me, that is like the the most cherished tradition for Valentine's Day for yeah. me is something so simple as the mm-hmm. little candy heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I will say that. I remember getting those as a kid and just, you know, it's nice. <laughs> they were actually, they went hand in hand. It was, and they are Brock's, by the way, I just looked. Um, Brock's makes the candy hearts. So the candy hearts and specifically the Charlie Brown and Peanuts Valentines, the cutout ones. Oh, <laughs> those two together made my day. <laughs> I love it. Just took those. me back to the second grade, like for real. <laughs> yes. Straight back. As soon as you said the Valent, the, the Charlie Brown yes. Valentine, I'm like I'm right there with the, the candy heart glued, literally glued onto it that you still tried to eat. Like, yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> well, Jamie, it sounds like the hope in uh, men getting Valentine's Day is one that we have fulfilled. Yeah. There is a possibility that there are many in our audience who are listening and hearing this. Please tell us about your Valentine's Day memories and the meaning of it on Instagram. Shout out to Bree. Thank you for pumping up our Instagram page you, and making sure we're solid. You can find us at Alika Hope and Change. We really appreciate you. Alika, hope, feel better. We miss you. As you know, we love doing the show without you, but we hate that it's always because you're under the weather or you're gone. So please come back quickly and feel better soon. Till the next time, this is Alika, hope, and change. I am change, also known as Emil, with our engineer love. Yes. And happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Happy Valentine's Day, all. If you enjoyed what you heard today on Alika Hope and Change, please head over to iTunes to rate the show and leave a review. It's really the best way for you to show your support for the show. And bonus, it costs you $0. Join the conversation on Instagram, share this episode with your friends on social media, or just tell others by word of mouth. Thank you and keep sharing hope and change.